to be inspired through authentic conversations that is sure to be on everyone's lips. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 13 of On Everyone's Lips. We are so happy you guys chose to listen to us. My name is Chelsea Jade. My name is Monique, a.k.a. Mo. And my name is Lindsay J. And we are the ladies of OEL. The title of today's show is Travel Tips Post-Pandemic. So, ladies, um, let's get into some hot topics. So, yeah. recently, um, you know, I was, I like to go in the, the shade room. I like to look at that and everything. So, did y'all hear about the um, the drama that's going on? Well, I guess it's not necessarily drama, but people were giving, like, the rapper Fab some some flack because he posted um, Claudia Ortiz. Y'all know her from the, the group City High from back in the day. I think it was like the early 2000s, but he was like giving her like an appreciation post and he posted her in like this bikini and he was like, um, you know, natural still is like the hot thing. Pretty much giving an ode to her for being like a natural chick, whereas now every day, you know, you got girls who getting surgeries and all of this stuff. So, he was paying homage to her, but people were like, no, you didn't. And you got a woman and, you know, just getting on him. What y'all, what y'all think about that? Well, coming, coming from Fab, I think is expected. I mean, he done done the worst to that girl. So at that point, posting another female and giving another female homage is kind of slight in my opinion. Yeah, I have to agree with Chelsea. It's kind of expected coming from him, but yeah, I know the group City High. I love, I love that song mm-hmm. from back in the day. I know, yeah, and I know, I know who he's talking about. And my thing is, you know, if you know, if his lady is natural, why couldn't he, um, you know, big her up like that, you know, instead of mm-hmm. someone else, Girl. you know? Yeah, if she's not natural, did he encourage that? But he's really, you know, liking natural. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's I didn't so think about that. Days. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love me some Fab. Fab is my favorite rapper, but yeah, I kind of thought it was weird being, you know, because being like, if we're normal people, so like if if our man were to post, you know, another celebrity and be like, you know, pay homage, it's kind of just, you know, you kind of have that feeling where it's like, you ain't never going to be able to get with that girl anyway. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, whatever, you want to post her, but being that he is kind of in that world, I just thought it was, like you said, if you have a girl you know, I I would think that you wouldn't, you know, put your girl on blast like that. Like you are, you know, I would think that you would kind of keep it and not say nothing. But I don't know. It's hard because I love him. I do love Fat. Fat's my favorite rapper. So. <laughs> you just, you just him. <laughs> well, you know, we can, we can, we can right. separate the artist from, right. from, exactly. from the person. But yeah, would I like it? I no. If, if, if would I like it? No. Like if would I like my man doing that? No. So I can only imagine what his girl's feelings are. So yeah, that's yeah. where I stand with it. It's just like, no, I, I probably wouldn't like it. But yeah, yeah, I agree. And just knowing their history um, you know, it's public, you know, information. So just knowing their history is just, you know, he he's not the most respectful. So I, it's right. not, you know, I'm not surprised <laughs> coming from him. Yeah. All right, ladies, let's get into tonight's show. Um, in this episode, OEL will be chatting it up with Monique Gaskins, who is an experienced travel agent with over nine years of experience. Monique will give us the rundown on the best places to travel with your significant other, friends, family, as well as helpful travel tips we all should know. So sit back, relax, and enjoy some juicy conversation that is sure to be on everyone's lips. 
Yes, this is going to be a fun show, ladies. Um, you know, as we know, the we're getting into post-pandemic. So tonight's show should should resonate with a lot of people out there if you're thinking about traveling. So as we mentioned before, tonight our special guest is Monique Gaskins. She's a travel agent who started in July of 2012 after the passing of her mother, Cleo Gaskins, who had been in the travel game for over 30 years. It was never Monique's plan to be a travel agent. She was an insurance agent for 10 plus years at the time. But after her mother passed, she went down the travel path and never looked back. So we welcome to the studio, Monique. Thank you for joining us this evening. Yay! I wish we had like hand clapping. Yes. Uh, like, <laughs> and we look forward to you sharing your expertise with us and our audience. This, this is going to be great. So as we know that um, travel is opening back up and, you know, we just went through a pandemic. 2020 was crazy, but now we're in 2021 and a lot of people seeing the light at the end of the tunnel. People been locked up and they like, look, we ready to go somewhere. So, Monique, that's why we, you know, we thought this show was necessary. So we want to ask you about now that, you know, we're getting to post-COVID, what are some of the restrictions travelers can expect due to COVID? Okay. Well, first, thank you so much for having me on the show tonight. Thanks a lot. Um, this is very exciting. Uh, you know, I have been traveling and, you know, I will definitely say that things are picking up. But some of the restrictions that are still in place, um, they do vary by uh, country, um, but COVID tests. Um, that is still required, you know, and everyone's getting the vaccination. Some are not getting the vaccines. Um, but COVID tests, you know, I would say is the biggest thing right now, you know. Um, definitely as people relax on whether you can wear the mask in this state or wear the mask in that state, you do have to wear the mask in the airport. You do have to wear the mask on the planes. Um, they give you um, wipes to wipe down your seats, you know, um, hand sanitizing, um, which these are all things we should be doing anyway, you know, mm-hmm. um, but more prevalent now. Um, we know that they stopped doing beverage service and snack service on some of the planes um, that has returned as of June 1st to some of the um, major airlines have brought back that. So because that was a major, but like I said, not everybody has brought that back. Um, and then when you get to some of the destinations, masks are required off the resorts. Um, and then on the resorts, if you are talking to someone, they would like for you to have your mask on if you're talking directly to hotel personnel or front desk. But in general, you still can enjoy yourself um, because on your, you know, your beach seat or um, when you're eating, you know, you definitely can take your mask off. But I would say just, you know, that mask is so restricting. You know, it, it takes away yes. from us. So, you know, it really yeah. does. I know it people. the whole time on the plane. Yeah. yeah. And you know what I do? And um, and actually, my best friend, who's also um, in the part of my agency now as well, um, when she traveled, she was saying, you know, I put my blanket over my head so that I can take my mask off, you know, so that you get a breather. Oh, yeah. Get a breather. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. Get a window seat and pull that mask yeah. off, put that blanket over your head. And so that's what I do, you know, as well. Right. Yeah. Well, what I said, like, if I, I haven't traveled in a while, but I said I would do the shield, the shield with the mask. So at least like if oh, I want yeah. to take a break, I can pull mm-hmm. the mask down, but still have the shield over. Is, yeah. Do do they say anything to you like that? If you just have the oh, shield yeah, on? I still have to have the mask on. Um, okay. okay. Oh, yeah. I, in the airport, was double mask and had my shield on, you know, uh-huh. at the airport. Um, but again, you know, it's, it's nice to at least 
have that, you know, even when you're, like I said, at the restaurants or at the resort, sometimes it just makes you still feel comfortable, even though you're uncomfortable that you, you know, you don't have your mask on. So. Okay, great. And um, far as your, a little bit about your background, Monique, I know, you know, you know, we said you're a travel agent. Tell us a little bit about yourself as far as, you know, your love of travel. How did you get into the game? I know you said your mother, but you know, was it just your mom or how, you know, was there anything else that led you into the field? Well, you know, I've um, been traveling all of my life. Um, my mom, my first trip was to the Bahamas in second grade. So oh, um, okay. it is. Um, and, you know, we, we always went on a vacation um, somewhere, you know, to the Caribbean, mostly Bahamas. I felt like I lived there growing up um, because, we, you know, that was you know the go to place, you know, years ago. Um, but I want to say that, you know, like I said, um, like you introduced me, I was in another um, business when my mom passed March of 2012. Everyone says, so are you, what are we doing? Do we call you? And I said, absolutely not. And, you know, <laughs> I, but, you know, what got me into travel is I actually was my mom's caregiver. So for the last six months of her life, I was, you know, by her side. And it was like at the end of the day, after going through an experience like that, the last thing I wanted to do was insurance. Um mm. I went on what they call a, a fam trip where travel agents go and kind of familiarize themselves with resorts. And I, and that, I did that that July and I said, wow, you know, I was posting my pictures and her people were emailing me and messaging me. Oh, did you take over your mom's business? And I'm like, you know, I enjoyed it. And I went on a couple of more trips, you know, back to back, you know, and, and it just, I said, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and do this. And in a year, um, I actually doubled my mom's clientele, you know, wow. um, you know because mom was, uh, you know, had her email list. But, you know, I went and I bought constant contact and I got my newsletter. And then, you know, as social media came about, um, you know, Facebook, yeah. I got my um, live to travel page and I just started using that. And, you know, and then, you know, later on you got IG and then, you know, I started figuring out that. And, you know, I don't use Twitter too much. I never really grasped the concept of that, but I do have a Twitter page. But it's just, you know, social media helps. And then word of mouth, you know. I've worked with Monique and then the next person, you know, someone so-and-so told me that you sent them on the trip and, you know, and it just, it starts that way. And so I get a lot of referrals, which is great because having a referral based business is always good, you know, so yes, that's kind of how I just fell in. <laughs> yes. That's awesome. They always say word of mouth is the best marketing. So Absolutely. yeah. And then social media. So I see you just got in and you start utilizing social media, like technology, and yep. that just, you know, helped grow everything. That is awesome. And um, so, um, um, oh, I have one more, one more thing I wanted to ask you. Did you know anything about, as far as with COVID, will they make the showing your vaccination, vaccination card mandatory? Have you heard anything about that? Well, right now with travel, like I said, you're having to take the COVID test because even with having the vaccine card, you can still get COVID, right? So that's True. why, um, you know, on a lot of these tourism board calls, because I'm on, you know, different calls every week. And that's the first question we ask, you know, the tourism board from a particular country is, you know, oh, they're going to just get to the point where they're going to show vaccine. Do you see this in the near future? And the answer is always, you know, no, at this point, we're still going to be requiring that the um, test because, you know, even with the card, you know, someone could bring it, you know, can still get COVID. So it's important to still have those 72 hour checks just to make sure. And then they're also doing temperature checks. Um, there are some countries that aren't requiring a COVID test, but when you get to the airport, they can randomly um, give you a, you know, a mouth swab too. So um, it's just, you know, I think it's, it's best for us all to just, 
you know, have continue this way for a while until we kind of get this whole pandemic um, under control, COVID, you know, some people are vaccinated, some people are not. So until we get our hands around all of that, um, I think it's just best that, you know, they continue the way that we are now. Makes sense. Makes sense. So what is the best travel destination for a girl's trip, <laughs> a romantic trip, um, couple's trip, family trip? So, you know, my answer to that is, so first off, I specialize in the Caribbean. I can I do all kinds of travel, but the Caribbean is my heart, so to speak. And, you know, people also always ask me, what's your favorite island or what's your favorite place you've been? And I just love so many things about different places that hard to say this island versus the other. And as far as, you know, girls trips, definitely somewhere fun, but it also depends on what the girls are looking for. You know, you have some girls right. that want to go and they wanted to be spa and relaxation, but you can get that in a lot of different countries, you know? Um, then, you know, some people want to turn up and fun. So I'm definitely going to say, okay, well, you got, you have to go to Jamaica or you have to go to Cabo or uh, mm -hmm. Cancun. Um, those are some of my, you know, fun party places, Dominican Republic. I've had a ball. Those places are places that you can go even when it's not like a festival or anything and still have a blast. Um, Family friendly, you know, every island has, you know, caters to uh, families with, you know, the resorts and the brands that I work with. Um, so I would just say that it all depends on what the, the traveler's looking for, because I could say, you know, one island, well, most of the countries fit all of those needs, you know, it mm -hmm. just all depends on what the traveler's looking for. And I say, you know, and just the two travel agents, you know, for a second there, that's why working with a travel agent, I can tell you all about that island versus going online and looking and looking by price and looking at pictures. Someone can say, oh, when I go here, this is where I go and this is what I do. And if, oh, if you're looking for that, when you go here, you can do this. So, you know, like I said, you know, there's, so many things about each island that could interest all four of those categories. Okay. What's, what would you say your favorite in the Caribbean would be for um, maybe a couple's trip or a girl's trip? Oh, like I said, you know, um, it just depends on the interest. But, you know, Jamaica is always a lot of fun. But, you know, Jamaica is a lot of fun for couples. Jamaica is a lot of fun for Everything. girls' trips, you know. What part um, of Jamaica? Which one? Like, what would I you say? I love Mo Um, I would say Negril is more um, romantic. That's probably where I would go. Um, you know, couples trip. There's um, a resort there. Um, several resorts there that you know, you know, very romantic, adults only. Um, you know, adults only definitely for that couple. Um, but you know, it would be a difference between sending them to a party resort versus sending to them somewhere that was more geared towards spa or just uh, relaxation. Um, right. You know, making sure that they had a private plunge pool. You know, things mm -hmm. of that nature. You know, so they don't have to necessarily go out. Um, you know, having room service, having where butlers can come and set up and feed them in their rooms, those kind of things. So, and I just want to say, I think that's. One thing what I like about having a travel agent is because each resort seems like they have a niche. So mm -hmm. if you have a travel agent, you can let them know what you're looking for. So like, say if I want to relax and I end up picking a party resort, that's not going to be a good vacation for me. So mm -hmm. having you there to know this is mm -hmm. great. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How do you feel about third party um, travel sites? Well, of course, those take away from the small business owner, um, like myself. Um, and I think that, um, you know, they're great for airline tickets. You know, I go there, you know, to get airline tickets or at least to start my search, um, you know, because 
you know, some travel agents have the whole um, airline piece at home where they can book the airline tickets. I book packages, full packages, including air and vacation. I don't book um, air only. Um, and I do cruise packages, you know, so some, if you go through a travel agency, then they have that whole setup. But since I'm a home-based business, um, having the air system is not to my advantage. So I go online myself to book airline tickets, but people can go to the travel agents and book everything. I think a lot of times people use the third-party services because they have in, in mind that that's least, the least expensive route to go. But it's not necessarily because you have some travel agents out there like myself that will price match what you find on those online services and, you know, those third-party companies. So, you know, um, it's just all about asking the right questions, you know. And I think if you can go online and you can see what you want and, you know, you can come to me and we can talk about it in further detail and then you can also get those prices and you have my expertise behind it my recommendations i just think it makes for a better fit okay. i agree what would you say the best time of year to do a cruise you know i think the fall um is a great time october november is very um cost effective um i think when you get into december january you run the risk of uh it maybe being bad weather where you are like for example in our area if we were flying to miami or somewhere fun to catch a cruise and you know it could be uh, inclement weather in december january february so you worry about you know getting to your destination um but i think that october november is a great time to travel if you're flying to a destination and cruising out of somewhere that's warm um i will say that cruising out of our local area which is where i am in baltimore in october is probably not ideal because you can go through rough waters, but definitely if you're flying somewhere warm and then taking the cruise, um, the fall is a great time, very cost-effective time. Um, you know, I've done cruises um, in the springtime as well. Um, I think the proper planning, booking the cruise in far enough in advance, um, makes it ideal from a price standpoint any time of year. You know, um, there's a lot of us who, you know, set up uh, payment plans uh, for our clients and, you know, have low deposits and things of that nature. So I think that planning in advance makes any time of year a good time to take a cruise. <laughs> and so what would you say? Oh, go ahead, Lindsay. Oh, I was just going to say, um, when, when you said booking far in advance, another question I had in mind was how, you know, how far in advance do you think when people travel, how far in advance do you think they should start looking, you know, for to travel? Like if they plan a trip like three months, six months in advance? Well, you know what? It all uh, depends. You know, you can look a year in advance. Um, if you want to travel next week or the week after, that's great, too. Um, it just all depends on budgets and what you're willing to pay. I mean, you know, sometimes at the last minute you can find amazing deals. Um, and then sometimes at the last minute, you know, prices are through the roof. Um, mm -hmm. So it just all kind of depends on, you know, the person. Some people like to plan. So some people call a year in advance. Um, and then, you know, we start and get them all booked. And then every month I'll send them an email. Hey, would you like to make a payment this month? And it's like, oh, sure. Use the card on file or no. I'll, I'll, I'll contact you know next month or so it just all depends you know um, on the person's planning style but I'm here either way whether they want to do it a year in advance two years for a cruise you know I have uh, clients looking at Greece now for two and three years from now and we do guesstimates you know the rates aren't um, exactly what they be what they'll be at that time but you know I can give them a guesstimate and say this is typically what it will be we can go ahead and put a save the date out and just let you know um, your guests know that it could be you know a little bit more or approximately around this rate and what yeah, would you say the best cruise line 
Well, you know, I, again, it depends on the individual. You know, I have clients that love Royal Caribbean, but I have clients that love Carnival and, and you know, hate the other one. So, you know, um, Disney, I would say, is phenomenal. Um, my clients love Disney of all ages. Disney cruises are not just for kids. Um, they're for, you know, um, everyone. They have uh, lots of adult-only areas, lots of shows, entertainment for everyone, as Carnival and Royal Caribbean do as well. But um, I think it just depends on, you know, your budget. You know, some cruise lines are more expensive than others. Um, but uh, I think it's all about, too, where you go. You know, the ports of call, um, and those are ports meaning, you know, when you're on the cruise, the places that you stop off at along the way. Um, it's always good to look at you know where the cruise is going as well because that makes it a lot of fun when you can see some interesting places you know along the way yes mo did you have a question before yeah i just wanted to make a comment because i was going to ask as far as about um people planning two years in advance how does that work but i'm glad you explained about the guesstimate because you know i know rates change and things like that I was thinking it would be kind of hard to plan two years in advance, but that is that is um, that's good to know that mm -hmm. that is something that you could do because I I never never thought to do that far in advance. But cruise is good um, information. Cruise lines do have their rates out two years in advance. Um, okay. Some hoteliers have theirs out um, in advance as well. It's just airfare typically is not out for like you know three hundred thirty to three hundred forty days. Um, okay. So therefore, you couldn't get the airfare a full year in advance. Um, if I want to travel, you know, July 1st next year, those rates aren't going to be out till about August 1st of this year. So just, you know, having okay. to keep that in mind. Um, but, you know, definitely the hotels, a lot of times if someone was looking now for, you know, July or August of next year, I'd start sharing hotels with them and say, hey, what do you think about this? So we can kind of narrow down that piece of it. And then once the airfare comes out, then we put the package together. Okay. Makes sense. Okay. Yeah, do Mason. So let's get into the airlines. Okay. When is the best time to book a flight? Again, or best day? Best, well, be, maybe a best day of the week. You know, I know I hear a lot of people say there are certain times that you can find lower rates on certain days. You know, I don't believe in any of that. My clients do, though. They say that, you know, <laughs> Tuesday is the best day to book, or Wednesday is the best day to book airline tickets. You know, I will say that departing sometimes on like a Wednesday or Tuesday can be more cost effective for the package. But if you book far enough in advance, then you can go on a Thursday, you can go on a Friday. You know, it's mm -hmm. again at the last minute, you know, two or three months before travel, then yeah, you will have to look at a Tuesday or we'll have to look at a Wednesday um, for travel. You know, some again, because I don't do airline only, I don't really. I'd look at everything as a as a total package. So when I have to book an airline ticket, you know, I just look and sometimes late at night, you know, when they're maybe loading the fares. Um, but I don't normally look for my even for my personal um, airline tickets. I don't look, you know, at a, a certain time of night. I get a deal via email and I say, oh, let me check, and then I I just book. Because if not, I'll forget about it. I'm too busy booking travel. <laughs> it's true. What would, what would you have to say based on reviews of uh, of your um, travelers? What's the best airlines? Oh, most people love Southwest. Um, you know, two bags free, you know, for all of us overpackers. Um, so definitely um, Southwest. Um American Airlines um, is also, you know, one of my favorites. I know I've introduced a lot of travelers to Copa Airlines, which, um, you know, prior to the pandemic was open bar, you know, complimentary um, beverages, alcoholic and non. And you know, what's it called again? Copa Airlines. 
Okay. And so that is um, an airline that, you know, they go to Mexico, South America. Um, one of my favorite destinations, which is Panama. Um, I use them to fly there. So it's one of those kind of hidden gems, but I always have a great experience on their airline. Um, Southwest, great experience. And of course, American Airlines, because they go everywhere. So I use them a lot as well. Okay. Um, hotels. What would you say are the best hotel chains that offer the most comfort and amenities? Oh, gosh. I am such a Marriott girl. So I would say just traveling domestically. Um, I love the Marriott. I love Hyatt. But Marriott, I would say, is my um, my first love when I'm flying um, domestically. I, I'm always at a Marriott. Um, is my choice. In the Caribbean, um, there are a lot of brands um, that I like. Uh, my favorite, I would probably say, is um, AM Resort brand, which gives people their secrets, resorts, uh, breathless resorts, um, dreams, and now part of that family. Um, Blue Diamond Resorts, which is um, Royalton um, Chic, which I've taken a lot of my clients to, which they love, um, is a part of that fi family. Um, Let's see what Ryu. I love the Ryu brand um, because they have something for every budget, you know. So I try to, um, like I said, when that's a good question that you ask me is the same question that I ask clients. I say, "Will you stay at a hotel? Where would you stay?" So then that also lets me know how to equate that to the Caribbean, where mm -hmm. I would put them based on, you know, where they would stay, um, you know, domestically if they had their choice. Yes, I have to. To Monique's horn for a minute, because um, I went to Cancun. It's been a while, but um, and she put me with the Rio 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 brand, and uh, it was beautiful. Beautiful resort had everything, and of course, I know everybody knows all inclusive, right? Is the best way to mm -hmm. travel. Monique, do you agree right. with that? I do. I do. Okay. Yeah. Eat all day, eat, drink all night. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and so the resort had like a cruise vibe. It was almost felt like I was on a cruise, but I flew straight there. Mm -hmm. And it, it was it was wonderful. I, I enjoyed every minute of it. It was it was really nice. Yep. So Yeah, and I went to um you another one you mentioned, I just actually recently in April went to a Secrets Resort, like the AM and like you said, AM Resort. And I, I really enjoyed it. I actually felt like because I had never really been on an all inclusive, but some people say like they don't like the food, but I actually was impressed. Like I actually, you know, liked it and, you know, was satisfied with everything. So I and I liked that I didn't have to wear the bands. I didn't have to do that there. So that was, you know, I like that. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. So I really enjoyed it. Um, so actually, so we won the next one. Um, and it kind of relates to, you know, airlines as well. But um, you know how airlines always try to sell you like the, the credit card to earn travel points and things like that. Do you think that's beneficial to people to do that? Or is it just better to more so get it through your regular credit card with your bank? Like, do you think travel points really play a big part in helping you? Oh, yes. If you love to travel, I think that it is awesome to get a card that um, helps you to accrue points um, for airline tickets um, because a lot of times that's what really brings up the fares with some of these packages is mm -hmm. the airline. So if you are, you know, charging, 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 I mean, and not only are you, you know, building your credit, but also you're building these points so that you can use them for your airline tickets. And then you can call me for the hotel or the resort and the excursions and the transportation. I can do all of that. And then you can be, you know, building points. So I think it's a great idea. I mean, it's, it's an excellent extra perk for yourself, especially for people who like to travel or think that, you know, traveling is too expensive. I mean, 
now you're making your money work for you in another way. You know, it's going towards something that you love, which is traveling. So I definitely think that um, it's beneficial to have that. Yes, I have to I have to say I have one and I love it. And I'll use my card like to pay a bill, but I pay it right off, you know, just so I get the points, back yep. up the points and they yeah, they come they they come in handy. Yeah. You know, sometimes you just wanna jump on the flight and go visit a family member or friend and it's like, Whoop, let me go ahead and book this. You know? So right. I mean, same with when you're staying at, you know, these hotels, you know, getting a part of the um, rewards clubs, you know, just for extra points and upgrades and amenities, you know, and them knowing when you come there, you know, your profile. So I think it's always good to, you know, to join um, clubs um, where you can, you know. Okay. And what would you say are the top five do's and don'ts when traveling? Oh, so I would say do travel often. <laughs> yeah. Um, I love that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do travel alone. You know, a lot of people feel like that they can't. So this is a do and a don't. Don't wait for your friends, girlfriends, guy friends, you know. Um, and if they decide to at the last minute that they don't want to go, do travel still. Uh, it's very empower yeah. empowering. Am I saying? Empowering. Been a long day. So, you know, <laughs> I have clients all the time that say, oh, well, I don't have a roommate. Come on and go on my group trips. I would say, you know, probably 30% of the people go by themselves because they know that Monique's going to have, you know, we're going to do group dinners. We're going to go on excursions together. You know, I message everybody all day. Hey, I'm going to the pool. What are you doing? Oh, I'm going to do this. You know, just to make sure that everybody is okay. So a lot of times people have gone on their first trip because of, you know, you know, coming along, just not knowing anybody. And then they'll tell me, hey, you know, I met so-and-so on your trip and, you know, we've been hanging out ever since. And I'm just like, wow, that's wonderful. But, you know, it's always good to travel by yourself. And it's empowering. It feels good. Um, so I would say definitely that um, if you have kids, start them early. You know, my son is five. He has five passport stamps, you know. Um, it teaches them, you know, about traveling the world. You know, we've gone on cruises and, you know, I get him his little suits and he's sitting at the table at formal night. It just exposes them to different things and different cultures. So I think it's great, you know, to definitely um, travel with friends. I think that when you when you travel, get out and explore the city, get out and explore the island, you know, get out and explore the culture. I know sometimes you just want to go somewhere and you just want to relax, but go out, enjoy the food, you know, enjoy the atmosphere. Um, do let someone know where you're going, especially if you're, you know, you know, um, in the United States. I know with, you know, iPhone, you can share your location and things of that nature. But, you know, I know you want to get away and go. Some people that travel all the time by themselves, but just let somebody know where you're going you know, when you travel. So those are some of the things. Um, get your passport, you know. Um, domestic travel is okay, but anyone who knows me knows that I am not interested in going anywhere domestically. I want to be in the Caribbean, you know. Mm -hmm. um, so get your passport, you know. Um, it's not required, you know, to travel when you're going to, um, you know, U.S. places, you know, San Juan, you don't need a passport. Your Virgin Islands, you don't need a passport. But for Jamaica and Dominican Republic and St. Lucia and Antigua and, you know, Aruba and all these other wonderful, beautiful places, you need a passport, you know, London, Paris. So um, please get your passport, get your kids passports. Um, I think that that is something that you definitely want to do. Purchase trip protection. Okay, purchase trip protection. Mm, you know, that's a good one. During COVID, you know, um, some people got refunds. 
Some people got credits. Um, some people took forever, you know, to get refunds and different things. But I think it's very important to have trip protection. I want to say I never, ever purchased trip protection prior to, to COVID. I made sure that my clients did, you know, just because when it comes to having to cancel and what if and, and things of that nature. But I just, it wasn't something that I've done. Um, but, you know, this year, Jamaica, I took a small group to, um, I took a small group to Jamaica and I bought trip protection. I got a small group, well, a large group actually going to Curacao in a couple of weeks and I got trip protection, you know, um, because you just don't know, you know, and with the things that are happening in this world, um, they're just, you know, uh, there are a lot of unknowns. So one thing you can control is, um, you know, if you have to cancel, if you have to make changes, um, you don't have to have any extra outlay. So I think it's very, very important for people to purchase trip protection. Yes, and so what that. are some things that you feel like travel travelers should know, but they don't like they're not aware? <sighs> you know, just the other day, someone said, I need a passport to go to the Dominican Republic. Yes, you do. So, uh, you know, uh, I think that that's very important. People don't think they need passports. Um, you know, COVID testing, just traveling um, domestically. We were talking the other day. Um, you don't have to have a COVID test like when you return from um, certain places. Like you can fly to Virginia and you don't have to have a COVID test, you know. But if you fly into D.C., then you have to have a COVID test, you know. So it's like knowing where you're traveling and people don't think they think about it just as an international. So you should always see if you're going to have to have a COVID test before or after you get back from traveling right now. Um, just because it's not for your state, wherever you may be traveling to may be on that list that requires you to either have one before or, you know, um, after returning from there. So I think that that is important, you know, right now, you know, in this environment. Uh, what else as far as traveling that you should know? Hmm. You know, do a lot of research. I would say I, I go on YouTube a lot and all of the agents in my agency, um, there are several of us and we go on YouTube and we get to, you know, learn more about the island. Um, do a lot of research, you know, um, we do a lot of research. I'm on every uh, tourism board call, every training, everything I can get, even if I'm busy, I have it in the background, you know, because I want to be an expert, you know, I want to be your go-to, you know, and so I think that it's also nice if you go online um, and, you know, you can look up some of these resorts, all of the brands that I mentioned, they all have their own, you know, YouTube channels, Twitter, Facebook pages. Um, I belong in a lot of travel agent groups, but I belong in a lot of hotel groups where, you know, you all are there too, just, you know, in the group asking, you know, questions. Um, but I think that um, do work with a travel agent, you know, don't look at it like, oh, we charge fees and we do because we don't get paid by you. We get paid by the tour operator for our recommendations. That's how we get paid. Um, and then, you know, like I said, many of us price match. And then it also comes along with all of the expertise, the knowledge, the firsthand experience. Um, one thing, you know, I think is great, too, is a lot of the countries I have friends there, lifetime friends, you know, that um, own the transportation companies or own these tour companies. So I always make sure that I put you with someone in someone's hands over there to show you more around the island. Because, you know, if you are going by yourself, I want you to feel safe. You know, I want you to um, make a contact over there that can show you around. You know, I've heard a lot of people say, oh, that island is boring. No, it's, it's not. It's all in who you know. You know, mm -hmm. and so I try to make sure that um, whatever experience my client is looking for, I can make sure that they have it when traveling. 
and so I know. Oh, oh, go ahead, Mo. Go I ahead. just wanted to make a comment. Um, just one thing that um, I really loved when I booked with you was you made sure about the transportation from the airport there and coming back. And I thought that was so important because, you know, that's some things that, you know, you sometimes you don't think about those little details, you yeah. know, when you're booking it yourself. But it was so nice to know that when we got there, we had somebody to look for that was going to take us to where we had to go. And when it was time to go, we were able to make arrangements and get back. So um, I like that the details of the of the planning in that. I like that. And that's good that you mentioned that, because a lot of times when people book on their own, they forget the transfer. Mm -hmm. You get there and, you know, trying to talk to somebody about getting somewhere and then, you know, you're going to have a price that's outrageous. Whereas if you had just booked it all in advance or even if you booked it separately, but booked it in advance, it may have been $60 round trip. But now you're there. It's going to be 60, 80, 100 dollars each way, you know. Mm -hmm. So um, it's very important um, that, like I said, asking asking the right questions. And um I know you mentioned um, that you were planning a trip for someone to go to Greece. So I just wanted to ask, is there any other places, like, have you ever booked for someone to go to, like, Italy or um, Paris or anything? Okay. Africa. So, <laughs> so yes, Africa. So I've done some pricing for Africa, um, but then the client didn't end up going to Africa. But Italy, yes. Um, I, like I said, I, I love working with groups. I, I host about three or four group trips a year that anybody and everybody that wants to go on goes on. Um, so I was actually supposed to have my first abroad trip a few years ago um, to Italy. And I had booked a whole package, of, a nice group of 15. And then my dad's knee surgery got um, moved and I couldn't go. But, you know, the, the tour operator that I had put my group with, my clients came back and they said, Monique, this was our most amazing trip because it was a guided trip where like we have a guide as soon as we get there. So I wasn't worried because this particular when you do those those trips abroad like that, um, they have like an assigned tour person for us. So, you know, they're with mm -hmm. us on all our tours. They're with us to ask when we get there where to go, you know, what to do, where to eat, kind of like our personal concierge. So um, that was great. Um, I was actually supposed to take a group to London, Paris during the pandemic. Um, for my birthday uh, last year and was not able to go. So we've actually rescheduled for May of 2022. Um, and that will be my first abroad trip, believe it or not, um, just because I personally just love the Caribbean. Um, but I do send people to Paris, London, um, Greece, Italy, um, Thailand, you know. So I have um, sent people to quite a few places around the, the world. But I, um, like I said, I'm excited to go to Paris, London next year. So. So um, from previously tra traveling, mm -hmm. I've noticed that excursions, when it comes to excursions or purchasing excursions, I find it cheaper when I get on the resorts and get my excursions. I mean, unless you're looking at Groupon or that's just my personal experience, but would you say it's best to book your excursions in advance versus waiting to get to the destination? Well, you know, uh, I think it depends um, because, again, the relationships that I have, I email in advance, you know, the tour operators and I, I'm always looking for the best deal for, you know, clients when they go. I know a lot of people like I have my go to person in all of the islands, you know, um, so it's kind of like I'll email in advance. Hey, I have a small group coming. You know, what can you do? 
and I've already done my research to see that, you know, the major person is offering this amount. Um, you know, I've already done some negotiating. When I go with my my groups, I do all of the negotiating in advance, especially since I have, you know, normally I'm taking anywhere from 30 to 50 people with me. So I do a lot of my negotiating in advance. But I would say that sometimes when I just have a couple going, I will say, you know what, you probably will get a better rate you when you get there. Now, I've been honest and said that, you know, depending on the island, because um, sometimes you will, you know, um, especially right now uh, with COVID and, you know, some islands are just now lifting the restrictions to add COVID, um, um, to allow people to um, do excursions um, during COVID. Um, and they're minimal, you know, as far as the size amounts, they're limiting the groups. Um, so right now I'm actually in the process uh, with my trip July 1st, it's 38 of us and trying to find a tour operator that wants to have a private group of 38. Um, it's kind of hard because, you know, with COVID and the limitations now, it's like, oh, we can only do groups of five or groups of 10. So it's been interesting. But yeah, I think that um, there's some truth to that, definitely, um, that you can wheel and deal when you get, you know, on site. Um, but also, just depending on the situation, sometimes I like to kind of negotiate with my groups, especially in advance, because I don't want to have to do that when I get there. That's good. Good, good, good information. Yeah. Pigeons are a great way to see the island. Absolutely. So. We definitely had some good conversation and, and got into a lot of things about traveling. Um, is there anything more that you wanted to add, Monique, that we might have didn't touch on? I say just get out and travel. Stop putting that trip off. Stop saying it's too expensive. Um, so is Starbucks, but we do it. <laughs> you know, ain't never lie. Start your Christmas fund, start your travel fund. Um, and then I say, like, you know, when you're working with um, a travel agent, um, or like I said, I offer low deposits, I offer, offer flexible payment plans. Um, so, you know, you can pay on your trip a little bit, you know, $100 a month. $75 a month, whatever your budget is, I'm going to find an amazing trip that fits your budget. Um, you know, uh, I believe in giving you the, the total experience, you know, a, a trip of a lifetime. You know, I want you to get there and say, wow. I don't want you to get there and say, this is what my budget could afford. I want you to get there and say, wow, this is what I got for, you know. So I don't want, you know, price to be the reason why people don't travel. You know, I have people from all budgets um, and there's something for everyone and I can definitely make it happens. So, you know, whether it's myself or, you know, a friend that you haven't, who's a travel agent that you haven't um, given that opportunity to stop going online, you know, and, and reach out and support a sister, support a brother, uh, support a local small business owner. Absolutely. Yes. Love it. So we want to lighten the mood and well, the mood was lightened because we talking about vacation. So it's always lightened when you talking about vacation because everybody want to go somewhere. Yeah. But we definitely want to ask some questions. So we're just going to ask you some real rapid questions and kind of get to know you a little bit more. So um, so <laughs> first question was window or aisle seat? Window, because I like to sleep. When you know, like if people are asleep and you got to get up and go to the bathroom. Oh, gosh. But yeah. Mm -hmm. But yeah, um, so I was definitely say window because I like to sleep. <laughs> yes. What's your favorite board game? Monopoly. Mm -hmm. And you know what's okay. so funny is I've forever. 
Oh, I love it. <laughs> I, I, I played it with my grandmother when I was little, and I've just always loved Monopoly. But recently, I bought my son Monopoly Junior, and that's even more fun than regular Monopoly. I was stunned. Oh, <laughs> I, have to, I have to play that one. I never played yeah, Monopoly, Monopoly Junior. Junior is awesome. I'm like, I like this. So yeah, Monopoly. Cool. What is a must-have item in your purse? <sighs> Lipstick. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. You know, because I, you know, that's all the makeup I wear. I don't wear any foundation. If I, I may put on eyeshadow three or four times a year, eyeliner three or four times a year, but lipstick, it, it's like, you know, I'm not, you know, dressed. That's why with the whole mask thing, at least with Zoom and Skype and things, we can put on a little lipstick. But I would say um, lipstick, um, some smell goods. I love my uh, fragrant lotions, you know. Um, so, yeah, that's what's yeah. always in my purse. <laughs> Yes, love it. I can relate to the lipstick, definitely. That's why the mask has been like, oh, I'm ready to get rid of these masks. <laughs> it's mirroring my lipstick. <laughs> Take the mask off. You had red lip cheeks. Yeah. I know. <laughs> At least love we know it's it. my mask. My son will pick up the mask. He'll say, Mommy, this is your mask. It has lipstick on it. <laughs> <laughs> Monique, can you share your social media outlets with us? Absolutely. So on IG, um, it's at Live to Travel LLC. Um, on uh, Facebook, it's Live to Travel by Monique. Um, and then where else am I? I'm on Twitter, but like I said, I, I don't really do much on there. I know I should do it, but that's the same as um, IG at Live to Travel LLC. So that's where Great. you can. All right. My email is Live awesome well at Gmail. Oh, can you repeat that you again? I think it, yeah. Right, my email is live to travel by Monique at Gmail. Okay, got yep, it. Live, and it's the number two. So live the number two travel by Monique, um, which is the same as my Facebook page, live to travel by Monique. Yep. So hit her up, y'all. Y'all yeah. want to travel. Yes. Send you anywhere you want to go. That's what my mom used to say. She had her Aww. was Cleo's getaways. And she said her tagline was sending you anywhere you want to go. Love it. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> to our listeners, please subscribe to our podcast on everyone's lips. That's with an apostrophe S on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and other platforms that you may consume podcasts. Please give us a rating. Five-star ratings are very much appreciated, but all honest feedback is welcome. You can email us at contactoelpodcast at gmail.com. You can also follow us on social media. Our Instagram is OEL Show. Um, our Facebook is on everyone's lips. Again, that's with an apostrophe S. And you can also contact our feedback hotline um, at 571-206-8292. There you can give us feedback on our shows. Um, you can also give us show ideas, and you can do so anonymously. Anonymously. <laughs> <laughs> and you can also check out our website at oelshow.com. Yes. Ladies, it's been a great conversation. Monique, thank you so much for joining us. And um, we know a lot of people out there will appreciate this information and traveling. And uh, I know I'm ready to travel. I'm ready to send you send me anywhere I want to go. <laughs> I'm ready. Right. Just call me. You know how to reach me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Ladies, did you have anything else you want to add? Thank you so much for having me on your show today. And I'm looking forward to sing, sending you all somewhere soon. So reach oh, out. Oh, yes. 
Yes, definitely. I was going to say that. I was going to say, yeah, I'm definitely going to get your information because I definitely want to go somewhere. So, <laughs> All right. So I'll be hitting you up. Thank you so much for joining us on the show today. We really appreciate it. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Yes, until we meet again, live well, laugh often, and love much. Good night.